Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I do expect in the months ahead that the pace of inflation um, is is likely to come down. Although, remember, there are so many uncertainties um, relating to global developments and to um, address, to, you know, to, to um, punish Russia for what it's doing in Ukraine, and there is some spillovers to us as well. So, which one was that, Michael? I want to hear. I want to hear Larry Summers. So that was Janet Yellen talking about uh, whatever. I, I don't even listen to those people. I don't know why they do interviews. I don't know why anybody pays any attention. I didn't want to right. play that. It was an accident. I want to hear Larry Summers because he's not part, currently part of the government. What does he have to say about it? What you need to do to reduce inflation is reduce demand, and that. Oh, is a very hard process to control, and so it usually leads to a recession. The dominant probability would be that by the end of next year, uh, we would be seeing a recession in the American economy. Yeah, there's a decent uh, percentage of business people say we're already in a recession, and the next quarter will prove that. Which, by the way, if you can't tell you're in it or not, should take away a little of the whole... You know, I've been mocking the way people talk about recession like it's, you know, you've been told you got cancer. I mean, I'm not happy about the economy constricting, but it's happened a number of times in my lifetime, and we all survived. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the funny thing about recessions is you don't know you're in one until you've been uh, in, uh, you know, uh, contraction for two consecutive quarters, and you don't know that until a month after the second quarter ends. So, so that's seven yeah, months. this quarter is probably recession, recessiony. Yeah, probably. And uh, I'm not happy about it, but but all the administration officials out saying it's not inevitable that this happened. All right, what what are those words for? Who's that for? Why do we even have these conversations? Whatever. Oh, yeah, the Sunday news shows, I tune in all the time and think, why are you asking that? Why are you answering that? Who's watching this? (laughs) (laughs) That is a darn good question right there. Yeah, anyway. So in French electoral news, uh, President Macron, who's a big-mouthed wussy boy doing nothing for Ukraine, as discussed last hour. Married his old lady teacher when he was like 16 or something. Something funky going on there. Uh, he lost his absolute majority in Parliament by a wide margin on Sunday, a political blow that will complicate his leadership at a time, according to, what is this, the WAPO, when Europe uh, faces profound challenges prompted by the war in Ukraine. Uh, Macron's party and his allies won uh, almost as many seats as they needed for an absolute majority, but not quite. The far-right party uh, got way more uh, seats in Parliament than they expected to, than anybody expected them to. And the farther left party actually did pretty well, too. Uh, on front pages and in editorials, French newspapers characterized the result as an earthquake and a slap in the face from Macron, who may now face a stillborn five-year term. It's a bad metaphor. Yeah, don't, don't, don't go there. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Uh, anyway, uh, it looks like French politics could become much more volatile for a while and uh, a little more, uh, what do you call it? Uh, kind of frozen. Pardon? That's what I call it. It's a little uh, stagnant, a little uh, loggerheadsy. Hmm. Meanwhile, in Colombia, in Colombian electoral news, a former leftist gorilla um won the presidency uh this guy's a way lefty he said hey venezuela's our 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 buddies let's get close with old uh chavez there uh let's reassess our trade relationships how our economy works we're going to control the economy to better serve the people uh this guy won by an eyelash um he won by just seven hundred thousand votes out of 22 million uh, the guy who lost, by the way, conceded, and he said, "I hope this guy keeps his promises and 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 and, and obeys the Constitution, because there's fear that he's going to, uh, because he's promised to democratize land. In reality, he means nationalizing it and redistributing it. So there could be uh, chaos coming to Colombia. We certainly hope not. But boy, anybody who turns to Venezuela and says, oh, there's our real buddies,' holy." And that's in our own hemisphere, Jack. You don't want this S in your hemisphere. So good luck flying if you plan to do that this summer. I threw out the text number last hour saying, hey, did anybody get their flight canceled? Because I knew a whole bunch of people did. There were almost 1,800 flights canceled on Friday. I'm sorry, on Thursday, as we headed into the busiest travel weekend thus far this year because of Father's Day and Juneteenth, which is a federal holiday today. I didn't realize that. 1,800 flights canceled Thursday, 1,500 canceled Friday, and then about 900 on Saturday and Sunday. That's a lot, if you didn't know that. Listen to this tale that we just got on the text line. American Airlines canceled my wife and I on four different flights, four days in a row, trying to make it out of Dallas-Fort Worth. 
I don't know about you, but my life never allows for just a random, let's spend an extra four days in some town we don't live in. That's never convenient. Well, and God knows how much money, you know, depending on your uh, financial status. Three times. That's that's tough. How did this happen? Three times the captain. And the the excuses for all these cancellations are all like random, just kind of weather and staffing and COVID or something. I mean, it's just like it's a (laughs) mishmash of what's going on here. Three times the captain didn't show up, says this texture. And the fourth time the door wouldn't shut and they made us exit the plane and then canceled it. How mad mad were they when they... (laughs) After having it three times canceled and you've been there for several days, you finally get on the flight. They say, we're shy. We're having trouble getting the door closed. We're going to have to get you off the plane. And then they cancel it. Oh, my God. Canceled. At at this point, I I think it's more realistic to uh, ask you folks to uh, walk to your destination. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you finally get a pilot, more or less sober, and and, and the door won't close. I don't know where they were headed, but, man, in uh, four days, you can bike most places. Jiminy, um, four days in a row. Then, because it was barely sprinkling during those days, they canceled everything, quote, because of weather, so that they didn't have to pay for our food or hotel. If you cancel flights uh, because of weather, you don't have to pick up the tab for people staying overnight. So it was sprinkling, so they claimed it was the weather, even though it wasn't the weather, it was staffing. After trying wow. to, After trying to talk to the supervisor at the ticket counter, he told us there's nothing he can do, that he can only keep putting us on American Airline flights, which wouldn't be until the following day, totaling five days total stuck in Dallas, having to pay for everything out of pocket. On top of that, our bags arrived at our final destination three days before we did, with a giant hole busted in the suitcase that they argued with me about trying to reimburse me for. Still waiting for reimbursement from American Airlines, however, I don't think it will ever come. Had to pay out of pocket to switch airlines to United Airlines. Five total days stuck in one town, footing the bill for all of it. That had to be four figures, obviously. Well, right, now I'd imagine a substantial part of each one of those days was spent trying to figure out how the hell they were going to get home on a delightful two-and-a-half-hour hold with the airline or what have you. Yeah, well, yeah, they probably did the thing that I've done before where with every one of those flights canceled, that means you... Went back to the hotel, went through security, did the whole thing, went and got in line, probably. Or uh, uh, the really annoying thing that airlines somehow have to fix is the thing that you've got to hang around there at the gate as they just keep delaying it and delaying it and delaying it. Because if you're not right there, you might miss the flight when they announce all of a sudden, good news, we got the flight ready to go, so we'll begin boarding here in three minutes. And you're over at the other side of the airport because you've been waiting around for eight hours. Right. Oh, that is so freaking annoying. And I think about it now in terms of traveling with kids. If I'm by myself, I'll manage. You know, I get a book, or back when I drank, it's, you know, the whole airport's a bar. It wasn't that bad. But, uh, man, if you're traveling with kids or old people, that's just the worst. The worst. And it's expected to stay this way all summer long, by the way. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to do some vacation travel this weekend, my sweetheart and me. And and our kids are coming to see us and all. I just, oh, please don't go sideways. I can't even imagine. And, again, you know, I'm thinking about my kids. They don't have the money to to deal with anything like that. Oh, no, 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 no. When I was younger, the idea of I'm going to get a hotel room, hilarious. Yeah, I'm just going to go over there to the Holiday Inn here at the airport and get a $300 room. Hilarious. Yeah, boy, you'd be murderous after a couple of days of that. Yep. Murderous! Wow. Wow. Oh, speaking of which, uh, murder rates are skyrocketing in rural America. What is up with us, America? We are an angry people. 
It's because of all the flight cancellations. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Plus, uh, the latest news from the militant pro-abortion crowd threatening various Supreme Court justices and uh, and the reaction from the Justice Department, which is at least slightly encouraging. All right. We got all that stuff on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. COVID is a much different disease in in children who are immune naive versus children who have some prior immune exposure. So if you can gain some prior immune exposure through vaccination, when a child is eventually going to confront this infection, and most people eventually over the course of their lifetime are going to get this infection, it's a much different disease once you've had that prior immune exposure and have some baseline immunity against this this infection. I got to tell you, I hadn't thought much about the COVID recently. But now it has invaded my own personal life, as I know several people that haven't are quite sick. Oh, my. Now, I know somebody who is uh, in their 80s who is quite sick, and, you know, that's that's a different thing. But a family just down the street, friends of ours, been friends forever, whole family got it. And they, they avoided all the other COVIDs, and they got the Omicron, and mom and dad full-on really sick. Wow. Saying it's more like a bad flu than the cold that they were expecting. They were expecting it to be mild, and it has not been. Wow. And then I was at the grocery store where I uh, stood at the bakery aisle forever trying to get somebody to come help me buy a couple of things. And I said, so you're doing everything today, huh? When the manager came over, and said, yeah, man, the whole bakery crew is out with COVID. So at least in, in my town, it is sweeping through right now. And I suspect there are towns all over America that are saying the same thing, and, and the town next door is next. I don't want to get sick again. I'm not worried about dying or anything, but I don't want to get, I don't want the hassle. I don't want to be even mildly sick or really sick. I don't want to have to stay home from work for 10 days or not be able to have babysitters for 10 days or any of the crap that comes with it. Can this can it go away? Can it finally go away for crying out loud? Not to mention, you just don't want to feel miserable for a week and a half. I know I don't. I feel fairly miserable every day. I don't need to feel miserable-er. Right. Uh, are your friends uh, uh, immune-naive? I don't know that term. I mean, Scott Gottlieb yeah. just used that term. All him. of a sudden, I'm hearing that everywhere. Oh, you are? Okay. That's the first time I'd heard it, him saying it. So that's Immunity a, naive? Is that what he said? That, that means like you that? haven't had it before? Yeah, haven't had it and haven't gotten the jab. All right. Uh. Why did they change the language on us here at this point? No, this Who family knows? is like super boosted. I mean, they're all the shots you can get, including the kids, and they all got sick. Wow. Wow. And, and pretty damn sick. That's yeah. too bad. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Well, it's just what a drag. So one of the worst people in America is Taylor Lorenz of the Washington Post. We've established that, certainly. Her job as a a fake journalist is to find normal people who say things she knows she can get the Twitter mob whipped up over and try to ruin their lives. Uh, That is what she does for a living. It's despicable, and she's a a brutal and dishonest uh, butcher. Anyway, um, so liberal commentator and Vox co-founder Matthew Iglesias got the vid. And it's kind of sick. And he posted on, uh, I think it was Twitter or something. Uh, so he, he tweets, some personal news. I have contracted the novel coronavirus on Father's Day. Frankly, I think the virus should respect Father's Day more than this. He went on to quip, FYI, all future typos are due to long COVID. So he's a journalist. He got the COVID. He's trying to keep a stiff upper lip, make a couple of jokes, blah, blah, blah. Well, Ms. Lorenz responded. 
I'm glad it's a joke for you, Matt, and that you're lucky enough to get access to great care. But for those who have had their lives destroyed by the virus and who have had loved ones die from or suffer from long COVID, it's not funny. Hope you can have a little more empathy, especially today. Um, Then she went on to say something about, uh, oh, she scolded him for his privilege. Can you imagine being that person? No. He said, I got the vid on Father's Day. I guess COVID doesn't celebrate Father's Day. What, what uh, What I can't, what I've been trying to figure out for the last several years is, is that person actually even that person? Or is that just like the way they feel like they need to act? Or is that a persona? Are they or, actually? Or she just does it for profit. Like, I, I, I don't mean, know. If, if you hear the joke, uh, you know, three rabbis walk into a bar, is your first reaction, you know, my grandfather died of alcoholism, so a joke about walking into a bar is not funny to me. I mean, just, I mean, are there some people that react that way to everything? I think so, yeah. I think so because we have taught our young people to be um, hypersensitive to the point of mental illness, and they believe that that is proper. They're conditioned to have that response. And they might have to work at it a little bit because it's not natural to to human beings to be instantly offended by everything conceivable unless you're one of those. And and I'll bet everybody out here is having the same experience as me. They're picturing somebody in their lives, maybe from way back in the day, that was one of those people who was always offended and always uh, uh, angry at somebody, right? Um, But we consider that person like uh, neurotic, mentally ill. We're, we're teaching our kids to be that way. Bill Maher actually commented on this. We'll we'll get to that later. You know, the uh, the whole Washington Post brouhaha over a joke uh, next hour. So stay tuned if you can. I'll tell you what's not a joke. Elderly people falling off bicycles. This is what it sounded like when Joe Biden came to a stop over the weekend. Now, in all defense of the, uh, the, the, the hubbub there, when he tipped over on his bicycle, it, he's the same age as my mom almost exactly. If my mom tipped over on her bicycle, I would be frantically trying to figure out what's going on also. Biden quickly saying he's okay. Are you okay, Mr. President? You okay, oh, I'm Mr. good. President? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep up the good work. I keep on taking these, these things off. I got my foot caught. Yeah, he's got those little toe cages on there, which you're, you're 80 years old. Do you really, are you really in some sort of race where you need your ultimate whatever? Don't have those. No. Your, your feet get caught in them. Bad idea. Uh, we got this text. Biden should be riding one of those tricycles with the granny basket. <laughs> I'm not sure that'd he be a good probably look should be. For the leader of the free world to be pedaling around the tricycle with the basket on the front. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> Yay. We've all tumbled off our bicycles. Huh? It happens. Sure, yeah, you're in the process of stopping and hopping off. There's kind of, you're in motion. You're assuming your leg is going to swing over just fine. If it gets caught on something, you know, to the ground you go. We've all uh, suffered that indignity, but not at age, whatever he is, 79 or... Uh, not with everybody with their cell phones out catching a video of it. Yeah, yeah, the toe clips, though. I hate those. I've always hated those. Mm-hmm. Too risky. Bad idea. I liked the breakdown of his bicycle that a uh, no, number of news outlets did with the add-ons he's got he's got a couple of little like different brake cables or uh, uh, i think he's got a bell and he had the tow cages and shifters and all that sort of stuff but you got to put training wheels on there call them presidential security wheels <laughs> maybe know, secret maybe, service wheels maybe pass legislation <laughs> that mandates it 
No president's allowed to ride a bike without security wheels. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You've been critical of the Justice Department for moving slowly. If you've done so much work, why not help them out? Well, you know, we certainly will help them. Uh, we want them to particularize what they're asking for. Uh, and it's our intention when we conclude our investigation to uh, okay. make public our, our uh, findings uh, in great detail. Start using word particularize. <laughs> Note to self. That's so cute. Somebody got a weasel and put it in a suit and taught it to talk. <laughs> you know what? That wasn't very bipartisan. That was Adam Schiff on one of your unwatchable uh, news shows on Sunday. Got the smallest, with, thinnest neck I've ever seen. 
with an incomprehensible explanation as to why the January 6th committee, if they are so hot to trot to get Trump prosecuted, won't turn over the transcripts of their interviews to the Justice Department, which has been asking for them for weeks. It's because they're not really serious about it, and Adam Schiff is a liar. You using that term remind me we were watching The Simpsons over the weekend. God, I don't remember the context or the plot. Could you particularize the episode you're talking about? I wish I could, but I can't. But anyway, Homer at some point says, don't try to weasel out of this. And even an animal wouldn't do that, except, of course, the weasel. I <laughs> 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 love it. Love it. Uh, speaking of the Justice Department, they're actually starting to pay attention to the <coughs> radical an- uh, hmm, radical pro-abortion protest crowd. For instance, the pro-choice, uh, pro-choice protesters who congregated outside Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett's home on Saturday, dressed in clothing, appeared to be soaked with blood and holding bloody baby doll toys. Ew. Yeah, they they all had, like, white pants and dresses with bloody crotches uh, and, and, and baby dolls to show the future of forced births if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, abortion on demand and without apology. Uh, read the signs held by members of the group, Rise Up for Abortion Rights, on Saturday. That ruling could come out any day, I believe. Wednesday is Wednesday the day they release them anyway this week could be the week for that ruling and oh boy enjoy the politics and the media coverage of that for a cycle or two oh boy among their other chants was this nugget your neighbor says post row we say hell no and hey hey ho ho the handmaiden has got to go oh boy Members of this group have staged protests at Dodger Stadium because of the Dodgers' long history of uh, pro-life activities. What? No. And outside the Supreme Court and other locations, then they mention uh, Jane's Revenge, etc. You know, on a purely practical level, marching up and down, screeching outside a woman justice's house, wearing... Uh, faux bloody crotched pants and waving baby dolls about. Does anybody believe that like gathers you more adherence or, or convinces anybody or brings people to your side? I don't know. I'm a free speech guy as you are. Uh, I don't like, well, it's not legal to have free speech cross into threats. I don't know when it does or doesn't sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's pretty clear. If a guy shows up at a, Supreme Court just as his house with a gun and burglar equipment, you know what he's up to. But, um, you know, really raucous protests, is that meant to actually frighten political officials into going a certain direction? I wonder. Like I said, it doesn't seem aimed at recruiting anybody to their side. But uh, finally, the FBI is investigating recent attacks on pregnancy centers ahead of that Supreme Court decision as uh, acts of domestic violent extremism. The Bureau said Friday, quote, the FBI is investigating a series of attacks and threats targeting pregnancy resource centers and faith based organizations across the country. The FBI takes all threats seriously. We will continue to work closely with our law enforcement partners and remain vigilant to protect our communities. Uh, and they mentioned the attacks on a Wisconsin family action last month, Pregnancy Crisis Center in Washington, D.C. last week. Uh, fire took place at a Pregnancy Resource Center in Gresham, Oregon, Friday. 
not long after a pro-life Christian pregnancy center in New York was an, uh, attacked with arson, and a pro-life pregnancy center in Buffalo was firebombed, allegedly by a left-wing group. Yeah, I think it's about time the Justice Department takes a look at this stuff. And on that topic of threatening political officials to do get them to do your bidding, Adam Kinzinger, who's a Republican that's on the January 6th committee, and obviously that runs afoul of... Uh, um, uh, a lot of the Trump crowd are a lot of Republicans who don't think he should have participated, but he was talking about how that's affected his family on ABC This Week yesterday. This threat that came in, it was mailed to my house. I, we got it a couple days ago, and it threatens to execute me as well as my wife and five-month-old child. I've never seen or had anything like that. Uh, it was sent from the local area. Uh, I don't worry, but now that I have a wife and kids, of course, it's a little different. There are people that uh, th- there is violence in the future, I'm going to tell you. And until we get a grip on telling people the truth, we can't expect any differently. So, yeah, I, there there is going to be an assassination or somebody hurt. I don't know if it's going to be a House member or, you know, Kirsten Cinema in the bathroom being chased down by Democrats who didn't like her or whatever. Somebody's going to get hurt or killed. It's just, I think it's inevitable. In the short term. Like, Soon. And I don't know if that's going to wake us up and we take it down a notch or what. But, you know, Adam or um, uh, Dan Crenshaw, the Republican House member. Now, the headlines I saw were a little misleading, I think. I saw saw this headline. Um, This is disgusting. And the headline was from Mediaite, breaking Dan Crenshaw and staff physically assaulted by right-wing attackers, shouting, I patch McCain. Here's the sound of it. Hey, I passed McCain. Look at I passed McCain right here. You're right on your globalist. So, but that's one guy shouting, and I didn't see anybody get physically assaulted, even though the headline there for media was they were assaulted. Dan Crenshaw did tweet out, this is what happens when angry little boys like at Alex Stein 99, I don't know who that is, when uh, very angry little boys don't grow up and can't get girlfriends. So, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Lowering the heat. Thank you, Dan. But we do need to bring the temperature down somehow. You can argue just as strongly for whatever your position is without it being at the level of, hey, are you about to punch me in the face? That's what we got to get away from. And again, what's really interesting at risk of wearing this point out is you attract nobody. You convince nobody with that sort of thing. You do the opposite. You harden the other people into their positions. They might not even have held their positions very strongly at all. But when you hammer them like that, they will. They will. They will double down on their position. So I mean, just the, the age of angry, unproductive screeching at each other—it's something to see. So uh, the Golden State Warriors won the NBA championship the other night. I don't know if you follow sports or not, but I had missed this. Well-known sports commentator Charles Barkley had vowed that he would eat a bowl of horse s if the oh. warriors beat the boston celtics oh wow here's the quote listen listen if the golden state warriors was terrible listen if the golden state warriors beat the boston celtics in these finals best believe i'll record myself eating a bowl of horse s i'm not lying remind me in a few weeks that's a pretty oh. unequivocal statement of what you're going to do if your prediction does not turn out correctly of course I did the same about if Trump is ever the nominee of the Republican Party, I will eat my truck, and I did not follow through on that. I have to, I have to admit, I caved Liar. on the idea of eating my pickup truck. He ate a Toyota Corolla instead, folks. Yeah. An act of cowardice. Yes. Still passing it. It is not pleasant. <laughs> 
But so I don't know how Charles Barkley's going to handle that. <laughs> Remember that guy who dropped down to his knees and ate a horse? Well, that, that very substance we've been discussing. And what was it when Philadelphia won something or other? They won the Super Bowl. I, the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And as a show of devotion and enthusiasm. Right. Well, how do you show your devotion and enthusiasm? Not like that. You don't get on your knees and eat the droppings from a police horse? <laughs> Not that I recall. It was so bizarre and so grotesque. And, Johnny, it was f- 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 fe- <laughs> fecal matter. <laughs> wow. Johnny Depp, he's just Johnny on the spot lately with his commentary. Uh, Bill Maher had a great piece on Friday on his HBO show, Democracy Dies in Dumbness, that we will get to in Hour 3, among other things we've got coming up on the show. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Equally important, lowering the federal deficit mm -hmm. by enacting long overdue tax reform. If we can do a package like that, we can move forward in the near future. It will not only help in lowering prices, but it will send a signal to the markets and the global economy that the United States is really deadly serious about taking uh, on this. Hiking taxes isn't going to change the price of milk. Yeah, very good point from uh, Margaret Brennan there on Face the Nation. That's because the government can't do much about the inflation. There are very few things they can do. They cannot spend more government money, you know, not pass a Build Back Better or something, but there's really not much you can do at this point. No, I appreciate her calling him on his uh, bull poo-poo. Yeah. Um, too, too far left and too silly for Margaret Brennan, even. That's notable. Uh, speaking of the economy, a bunch of economic stories in my holster here. Were you going to jump in there real yeah, quick? Got a text I want to mention. I don't. I, apparently, I said something uh, foul about a Prius a little bit ago. Jack, don't you drive a Tesla? Same level of as enlightened tree hugger or gayness as a Prius. I drive a Prius, and I'm not gay like yourself. <laughs> um. Wow. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. Just when I thought the uh, rhetoric could not go any lower, right? Here we are. Uh, so a couple of things uh, moving fairly swiftly. Uh, stolen goods are becoming an enormous problem on Amazon, eBay, and Facebook. And established retailers are getting kind of pissed off because it's their goods getting stolen by organized rings of criminals. They mentioned the 80 people, 80 people who looted, uh, was it the uh, Nordstrom uh, in Union Square in San Francisco? Um but the heads of Home Depot, Best Buy, Walgreens, Kroger, Cracker Krogers, uh, Walmart, uh, etc., are all sending a letter to Congress saying, "Hey, you got to get the uh, the online uh, folks like Amazon, eBay, and Facebook to figure out where the goods are coming from." They claim, "Hey, we're just a platform, all right? We're, we're, it's not our responsibility." But it's become an enormous fence for stolen goods. So mm. you'll be seeing that story in future days. Congress wrestling over that. The chief financial officer of Ford. The CFO, now this is not the SFCF, FCFO, CFO who dropped dead. Uh, this is a different CFO. He has uh, ta, 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 He has said, hey, look over here, folks. Uh, we're starting to see auto loan delinquencies increase. Oh, boy. Not yet a concern for us because coming out of last year and through the first part of this year, they were very low. But it does seem like we're reverting back uh, more back towards the mean. I got to believe with the car shortage that we've got and the incredibly high value of used vehicles, there'd be quite an incentive for banks to take your car back because it's quite possibly almost certainly worth more than when you got the loan on it a couple of years ago. Wow, that's a really interesting point. Uh, a car repo used to be to minimize the losses. Now it might be, God, that thing's made of solid gold. Let's a, get it back. It's a profit center. Yeah, he says we're looking for every indication, every data point we can to get a read on where the consumer is, where they're headed, et cetera, the inflationary pressures, economic issues. Uh, but we are seeing some headwinds. And, and yeah, I mean, if you were living a little close to, uh, you know, uh, the max um, of what you could spend, and then the inflation hits, yeah, you can't make your car payment anymore. Oh, that's right. The One good, of the main things the, I want to throw. But the good news, if you're going to be a, you know, an, an, an upright person, is if you're struggling and the inflation's getting to you and you think, man, I can't afford that vehicle, you can get out of it. That has never been true in history. I've been upside down on cars before. Uh, it sucks. But, you know, if you bought a car a couple of years ago, you can get out of it now because it's worth as much or more. My you have truck, car equity. 
Yeah, you have car equity. My Ford truck is worth more than I paid for it, even with all the miles I put on it. It just wow. is. Crazy. Hey, listen to these numbers, would you? Uh, the average monthly car loan payment hit a record for new vehicles. The average monthly car payment, $656. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's 546 for used vehicles in May. Now, okay. I prefer... For the median, the average, I mean, because maybe there's one guy who's got a loan like a dollar a day for a million years or something like that. <laughs> it's going to throw off the uh, the average. But uh, I don't think he probably does. But that was, you know, prior to a few months ago, you were getting car loans still in the twos probably, depending on yeah. your credit, and that, that ain't happening now. Uh, average for new vehicles is 5.1%, which historically is still pretty good. Oh, heck yeah. It's a hell of a lot higher than it was. Uh, speaking of which, that sort of thing, uh, amid the high inflation, according to who did this study? Uh, the uh, Willis Towers Watson Consulting Firm. They're good. Oh, yeah. Well, Willis and Towers, good. Watson? I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Bottom right drawer. He's clearly the Ringo. <laughs> anyway, I won't stand for that. Ringo was a fabulous drummer. Anyway, uh, more than a third of Americans, 36% of Americans with salaries of a hundred grand arm or more say they're living paycheck to paycheck. 36% making a hundred grand or more. That's twice as many as three years ago. And it's actually slightly higher than the percentage of workers who earn between 50 and 100. Is it too Statistically, it's pretty much a tie. Is it too harsh to say that if you're making six figures, you shouldn't be paycheck to paycheck? That's your spending decisions? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. I mean, depending on where you're living, because you might be fairly entry level in, you know, Manhattan, Seattle, San Francisco, L.A. Sure, but for um, all of the rest of the country, which is the vast majority of people... You shouldn't be paycheck to paycheck. Drive well, a cheaper car, eat out less, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, when I finally write my bestseller, Joe Getty's Guide to Being a Grown-Up, I will uh, absolutely have a chapter on be very careful that your aspirations stay behind your abilities financially. Not only should you not spend beyond your means, don't spend to your means. Always spend a little less than your means because you don't want to live on the edge like that. Because what if something bad happens? And here's a hint from a grizzled old man. Something bad always happens. I'm yeah. not like everything bad. It's, you know, it's everything. Life is merely pain and misery and then you die. No, I'm just saying that unforeseen kink, that curveball, that, that pothole, it's there. Trust me. Right. That reminds me. Um, and this stuck in my head because it was pretty good, pretty good wisdom. We worked, uh, we worked in a building at a radio station and a morning guy got a new contract and he bought a new Corvette. And I remember the boss saying, man, he bought that on faith. I thought, yeah. That's that's on counting on the fact that things are going to continue in the trajectory they are. And as you just pointed out, they often don't yeah. continue in that trajectory. I think this fits in with some stuff we were talking about last week. Sam's Club members are not happy about the warehouse uh, announcement that it will offer annual memberships for $8 through June 26th in anticipation of the July 4th holiday. I think I know what that is based on the stories we had a week ago. They, like Target and Walmart, which is what Sam's Club is, it's a fancy Walmart, right? Um, they have too much of a whole bunch of stuff, and they're trying to get rid ah. of it. So they're giving, they're giving out memberships for $8 each. we got to sell this stuff. we got to get this stuff out of here. 
Well, that's good timing, too, because Fourth of July weekend, you have a couple of beers, you decide to go to the uh, the Sam's Club, you end up with a kayak and a basketball hoop and three pairs of sweatpants and one of those extra-large containers of those insidious peanut butter cracker a things. basketball hoop? Who's going to shoot baskets here? Um, yeah, we had the similar phenomenon of uh, shopping hungry at the grocery store the other day. Oh. We bought things like, what are we doing with this stuff? <laughs> After you finally get some food in your belly, what are we doing with all this stuff? This is re- never set foot in a grocery store hungry. It's a terrible idea. Well, at least it only sets you back a thousand dollars, right, for half true. a cart full of food. That's true. In Joe Biden's America, we've huh? been really getting into the prices right in my family. You get to the, I ask, I ask Henry, what do you think it's going to be? He's really good at it. He's oh, really good at it. Yeah. But he guessed the other day. He said, I think a two hundred eight. And I thought, no, it's not even going to be. That's ridiculous. He was close. I think it was 220, and he didn't go over, so he won the boat and the jet ski. But um, I've always hated that rule. That's a stupid rule. But if you go over on prices, yeah, right? Yeah, right. That's a terrible rule. I, I mean, because that, that's what gets you the, I'll say, $1,500. Yeah, I'll say $1,500 in one cent. I hate that prick. Yeah, They should throw that person right off the prices right. I mentioned the prices right there, and the 40-year-old checker laughed, but the 18-year-old bag person did not understand my reference. So times change, don't they? Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.